It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. God, Wax 104.5 on a Thursday morning. It feels again more like March than it does April, and this is getting ridiculous as far as the weather's concerned, but we struggle on. We've got chores to do here at the Shank of the Day, baby, on Wax 104.5. I'm Bob Bosold, Joe Wilkie also along with us this morning as we take a look at the how we do with calves at Wilkie Land and Cattle Company. We've got them all down on the ground. We're holding steady at 55, and I've got nine cows left. Nine cows left. All right. So, uh, but uh, this is... Going well, I'll tell you, for this kind of weather this spring, you've done well keeping those calves alive and healthy. Well, our first calves, our early calves, have done really well, and I haven't had to do much hands-on with them. These last ones in the mud have been a little more hands-on, and I've had some successes and a couple of failures, too. Uh, Yeah, unfortunately, that's uh, part of life on the farm. There's always that to deal with as well. Well, you got time to take care of the calves because uh, planting isn't moving any place. We're not getting much done. I was in Michigan the last uh, three, four days, and there's nothing getting done over there either. It looks just like Wisconsin. Saturday, of course, the best day got up to about to what, 75, 80 degrees, and then about Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening, it, the bottom fell out and uh, left yesterday. It was 31 degrees when I left over there, so again, they're not getting any good weather either. It's just... Uh, not a good, not a good April. That's for sure. And a reminder again tomorrow. Not tomorrow's Arbor Day, of course, but it's also the last day for farmers in Chippewa County who would like to be considered as a host for Farm Technology Days 2024 to get your applications in to the uh, Economic Development Corporation in Chippewa. Go on their website and download the, the website. Uh, application and also the criteria there of what needs to be available as far as that land base you know relatively level land good roads in and out uh, a lot of things like that so get that done and uh you know if you say oh i forgot about that <laughs> get old of charlie over there at the uh economic development corporation and uh, let them know you're going to file an app but can i have an extra day or two and they might uh, be able to do that for you so again tomorrow is the deadline for that in Chippewa County. Weather-wise, well, I wish I had better news, but uh, (laughs) it is what it is, and we'll talk about it. We'll get 50s today and 60 tomorrow, then in the 50s, but uh, we need a lot warmer than that. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's take a quick check of our weather on this Thursday morning at Wax. Weather brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Marquardt has the area's largest pre-owned inventory with pre-owned selections arriving daily. Check them out on the lot or at marquardtmotors.com. Today, chances some rain. There's some down around Toma coming across lacrosse down in that area. Some showers, precipitation, Maybe even a little white stuff as well down that way this morning. Otherwise, uh, rain around other parts of the area is scattered. It'll get about 51 today. Down about 39 overnight. Partly sunny tomorrow and 61 later tomorrow and into Saturday. Looks like some rain moving in again. 53 on Saturday. Then low 50s on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Where are the 60s and 70s? Not around here, that is for sure. Right now, it's 33 degrees in the Eau Claire-Chippewa Falls area. 
WAXXO Claire, let's see what's going on around the world. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. President Biden will speak on Ukraine's fight against Russia Thursday. A White House spokesperson tells The Hill Biden will deliver remarks on support for Ukrainians defending their country. Administration officials told NBC News that President Biden intends to make a massive request for funds to support Ukraine through the end of the fiscal year. The comments come just days after Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin traveled to Kyiv to meet with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Billions of dollars worth of American military equipment is reportedly still in Afghanistan after troops pulled out of the country last year. CNN cites a new report from the Pentagon that says about $7 billion worth of equipment is still in the country. The report added the Defense Department doesn't have plans to return to the country to retrieve or destroy the equipment. Prosecutors say a teenage boy sexually assaulted and strangled a 10-year-old girl to death in Wisconsin. Chippewa County Prosecutor Wade Newell described the death of Ileana Lily Peters as violent and added the teen punched the girl in the stomach, knocked her to the ground, and hit her with a stick before the assault and murder. The 14-year-old is being held on $1 million cash bond. Peters was reported missing Sunday night. Her body was found on Monday. The Biden administration is looking to completely end the use of incandescent light bulbs by July 2023. Manufacturers have 75 days to phase out production of high energy light bulbs. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, uh, we're turning the calendar page. Saturday night into Sunday to May, but it uh, doesn't look like it's going to be a whole lot better, at least early on, but hopefully it will get better. It has to get better. This is crazy, the way this weather has held us up. 51, some rain likely today. 61 tomorrow, partly sunny. And then into tomorrow night, Saturday, looks like a chance of rain moving in with a high about 53 on Saturday. And rain chances again on Sunday with a high of 50. Partly sunny Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and temperatures in the 50s. Some showers, maybe a few flurries around Toma right now. But uh, Medford's 29, Rice Lake 33, it's 30 in Wausau and Green Bay. Marshfield at 29. Lacrosse, the warm spot this morning at 41. Madison, Sun Prairie, cloudy 36. Milwaukee at 39. And here in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area, we've got 33 right now on our way to the low 50s today. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer. But did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Six and a half minutes after five o'clock in Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our markets. And Jill, where are we with the cash livestock? 
Choice fed beef steers are 138 to 148 and a half with mixed at 130 to 137. Choice fed beef heifers are 137 to 149 with mixed at 116 to 136. Choice fed Holstein steers are 119 to 136 with selects at 96 to 118. Cows are 69 to 83 with a top of 84 and a half to 96 and a half. Bulls are at 76 to 110. Butcher hogs are 71 to 91 with sows at 62 to 89. Boars are 25 to 36 with new crop market lambs at 150 to 255 and feeder lambs are 175 to 340. And at the Mercantile Exchange, uh, livestock futures uh, lower. Cattle under pressure with that big cattle on feed report. Taking a look at those prices, June live cattle, 135.02, down a dollar twenty-two. August down a dollar and a quarter at 137.02, and October down a dollar twenty at 143.40. May feeder cattle, 157.35 at the close, down 337. August at 168.95, down 420. September 172.47, down 375. And October at 175.02, down 342. Lean hog carcass contracts were lower as well. May one hundred four seventeen down a dollar two. June a dollar or one ten thirty five. That's uh, down eighty two. July at one thirteen fifteen down forty five. And August at one twelve thirty seven. That was down fifteen. And on the board of trade, these wild markets continue. Are we going to get planted? What's it going to mean for what crops are going to go in? kind of weather they're going to get in South America to finish up their crop. Oil is uh, under pressure. Palm oil it put the oil prices higher. So, again, we've got some unlikely things going on in this market. But uh, overnight, this July corn price up another 3 to 4 cents at 8.16 a bushel. The oats up 3 at 6.70. The July wheat down 7 overnight at 10.83 after a run-up in Minneapolis yesterday. And uh, the July soybean price up a fraction at sixteen ninety three. Soybean meal up a dime at four hundred forty one dollars and ten cents. Barrel and block cheese both a little lower yesterday, both sitting at two thirty four. The double A butter down three and a half at two sixty one and a half. Class three prices a little lower yesterday. Well, not a little lower, but they were significantly lower. April twenty four thirty one that was unchanged. May down thirty nine at twenty four thirty one. June down 37 at 24.27, July down 33 at 24.13, and August down 36 at 23.69. So that's the way the markets look this morning. We'll update them a little later on, join some folks from the sale barns around the area as uh, we look at farm markets and news here on Wax. And it's all brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 33 degrees right now. We'll get 51 today, 61 tomorrow, but uh, won't hang there long. We'll drop back into the 50s with some more rain in the forecast as we, we get into the weekend. Later on Friday and into Saturday, Looks like it's going to be kind of wet again. 14 minutes after 5 o'clock, 33 degrees right now. We're at about 51. There's a few rain showers, maybe a few snow flurries around the area, too. We'll get to uh, 61 tomorrow. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're about 16 minutes now after 5 o'clock. Things going on in agriculture, Jill, or I guess things not going on in agriculture. There's a lot of planting. What's up? Right. Planting delays are expected to make farmers adjust the crops they were planning to plant. 
As a result of the, the delays, fewer acres of corn and spring wheat are expected to be planted, which has been one of the driving forces of the higher commodity prices. Market prices have been on the rise because of a few different reasons. The Russian invasion of Ukraine and the uncertainty of the farmer's ability to plant at all. Lack of rain in South America and the lack of good planting weather in the U.S. With that, wheat markets are on the rise this week because of those weather problems. In the northern plains, cold, wet conditions are delaying and planting many of those wheat acres. As the delay continues, fewer acres will be planted of wheat as northern wheat fields are too wet to plant while it is too dry in Kansas. Acres planted to wheat definitely have the possibility of being much fewer this year. But China is continuing to buy more soybeans from the United States. Private exporters have reported their recent purchase of 330,000 metric tons of soybeans from American stockpiles. 66,000 metric tons are to be delivered during the 2021-2022 marketing year with 264,000 metric tons to be delivered next year. Yesterday, the Biden administration announced a huge humanitarian food assistance program to Ukraine. Working through the Agency for International Development, the U.S. is providing $670 million in food aid to all countries in need because of the Russian Premier Valery Putin's unprovoked war. The money is coming from the Bill Emerson Humanitarian Trust, which was set up in 1998 and reauthorized in the 2018 Farm Bill. This is the first time it's been used since 2014 and is an attempt to help the 40 million people in that region who are expected to become homeless and food insecure as the war continues. And as we continue to see the pictures that are coming out of that part of the world, it's just a tragedy. I mean, if this guy is absolutely nuts and he's just, he's a, oh, he's, boy, oh, boy. He's a war criminal. I mean, that's what they're calling him. And how can you say anything but? Because he has no sympathy for anybody. I don't know how he can see pictures of people, kids, and oh, wow. Sad story over there, but hopefully that will help because there are a lot of people that are going to be homeless, without food. Farmers can't plant. They were saying, I saw one article where farmers were were trying to plant and even harvest some of the, the spring crop, and they're dodging mortar shells. And uh, that's not the way you expect to be farming. So hopefully this resolution or the situation is resolved here very, very soon because it's not good. 19 minutes, thank you, Jill. 19 minutes after 5 o'clock, the Farm Center. What's going on with the Farm Center? That call center, you know, you want to check in and talk to somebody about situation on the farm? We'll get an update on that next right here on Wax. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. This spring weather, it's been kind of tough to get out there in those fields. This is Jill Welke from the northern end of the world's longest barn here in Eau Claire. Daphne had the opportunity to talk to DadCap Farm Center hotline people to learn a little bit more about what they've been hearing and taking care of the farmers. That's right, Jill. And the Wisconsin Farm Center has actually been fielding more calls this spring than they have during the first six months of their fiscal year. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. 
Dan Bauer is the program supervisor at the Farm Center. He reminds us of those free services that the center offers. But first, he breaks down those call volumes and tells us what the most popular service has been so far in 2022. So as a point of reference, the state of Wisconsin operates on a July to June fiscal year. So the for the first half of the fiscal year, which again began in July and ended in December 2021, we saw 438 new inquiries. And so this equates to a little over three calls per day to our Farm Center toll-free helpline and Farm Center email box. Now, looking at the third quarter of this current fiscal year, which ran from January through March 2022, we've seen 278 new inquiries. So interestingly, this equates to a little over four per day or would extrapolate to over 550 across a six-month period. So what we're currently seeing, Stephanie, is a greater than 25% increase in daily inquiries as compared to the previous two quarters combined. And um, when speaking to our team, collectively, we feel this recent increase is somewhat seasonal in nature. Many farmers begin to review their balance sheets and their financial positions at the conclusion of the previous calendar year and prior to the beginning of the tax and cropping seasons. And if I could go a little further even, in addition to the calls and inquiries that we just discussed, the team is currently working with over 75 Wisconsin farmers on a variety of financial and transition planning topics. Okay, so is that the number one service that people are seeking out? Yeah, Stephanie, good question. I mean, I mean, people are seeking out a variety of services, but what the team would say is we are absolutely seeing a renewed interest in people either beginning or continuing previously started conversations on transition planning. If we look across that current caseload of 75 cases or 75 farmers that we talked about, just under 50% of those farms are working with us uh, by looking for assistance developing transition plans. Tell me more about that service, though, so people understand when they call you asking for assistance, what are you helping them with? We help them really focus and have an honest conversation about what their goals and objectives may be. So some farms, you know, want to farm another 10 years, and it's about building a plan that allow them to do that and then exit the business effectively and gracefully at the end of that 10-year period. You know, some farms are very motivated to transition the farm on to the next generation within their family. And for those farms, we help them develop plans for how can they transition those assets to the next generation of farmers who want to operate the farm, but while also funding a effective and uh, sustainable retirement for mom and dad that are trying to uh, exit the business. And then we also work, Stephanie, with farms that, that simply want to sell their farm. You know, there are some that, that maybe don't want to have a family member to transition it to. And for those farms, you know, we will also help them, you know, think about the entire process, of how they might locate and identify and successfully execute uh, a sale of the business to a uh, independent private party. That's not all you guys do. You have a variety of programs for people to take advantage of. Why don't you share some of the other things you guys offer and how much it costs or is it free? 
Yeah, I'd be happy to do that, Stephanie. And I'm, I'm so glad you asked. And, you know, one thing that's really exciting about Wisconsin Farms is so many are family-owned. And one thing we recognize at the Farm Center, that when you're managing a business with parents and siblings, there are many unique challenges. And, and for those reasons, that ex- is exactly why our team offers a free and confidential conflict mediation program. So what this program offers is a trained mediator that will meet with farm families and help them resolve disputes that may require a third-party neutral uh, facilitator to effectively develop solutions. And uh, your question about cost is a great one. One thing that we really pride ourselves here at the Farm Center is that all our services are free and confidential. And if you don't mind me going a little further, Stephanie, some other things I'd point out is a core part of our program since inception in the late 80s is we continually get calls from and consult on farms with underlying financial issues. You know, and as a part of those conversations, we always review debt structure. We always talk about future access to credit. You know, these are both typical components about any financial discussion. However, the one thing I'd like to point out today is more times than not, although the inquiry is financial in nature, there are other fundamental management and business performance issues at play. And one service dairy farmers in this situation can take advantage of from the Farm Center is our herd-based diagnostics program. And I'm sure you're going to ask me, you know, what, 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 kind of, what is that? What is herd-based diagnostics? Well, the program is actually real simple. What we offer as a part of this uh, service is dairy farmers can receive veterinary consulting and diagnostic testing at no cost to them. And I think that is so key. For that reason, we strongly feel this is a great opportunity for dairy farmers to pursue improvement risk-free and with no added expense. Well, yeah, and underline and capitalize the word free. And why don't you remind people the number to call to get a hold of the Wisconsin Farm Center and to take advantage of these programs? The easiest way to get a hold of us for uh, any of our programs, really, is to just call our toll-free Farm Center helpline. So that number is 1-800-942-2474. Again, the number is 1-800-942-2474. And again, they have a lot of programs at the Wisconsin Farm Center. If uh, you want to, you want to help. You want some advice, some encouragement, whatever the case may be. One eight hundred nine four two two four seven four is that number. One eight hundred nine four two two four seven four. We're going to get a little help with the markets coming up next. What time is it? Twenty eight and a half after five o'clock here on a Thursday morning at Wax. Rocky's going to join us next from over at Premier Livestock in Withy. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, it's time to find out what's going on at some of the sale barns around the area this week. Rocky joins us. Rocky Olson from over at Premier Livestock in Withy. Now, you're a hunter of all species, aren't you? You you do the turkey hunt? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So have you been out yet, or are they draw? I don't know. You got to do it certain season, don't you? I don't understand. Yep, it, yeah, we got about with all the kids. We get about all the seasons covered here. So. All right. So, how you had any luck yet? Uh, well, my daughter's pretty fussy. She's uh, nine years old, and uh, she had some jakes come in front of her, the young, the yeah, young yeah, Tom. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. They're not big enough. She said, "Dad." So, 
<laughs> just like her dad. If the horns aren't big, you know, you don't shoot a deer. And if the turkey's not big enough, that beard's not big enough, you don't shoot that either, huh? Yep. She did have one in front of her the other day, but he was moving too fast, and she couldn't she couldn't get on him, so she didn't pull the trigger. So I was proud of her for that, well, I guess. Well, that's good. Her safety training is paying off. Well, are you going to go out this weekend? You got one for this week? Yep. Yes, I do. All right. Well, it should be, what, 51 today. Maybe it'll rain 61 tomorrow, so... Hopefully you get one and uh, your daughter can be happy. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, sure would. Well, get us caught up. What's been going on at the sale barn? Uh, thank you, Bob, and uh, good morning, uh, everyone. This is how yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up. We sold right at 400 dairy cattle. Uh, we had five complete herd dispersals, all of them herds being tie stall herds. 65% of the run was organic. Uh, top spring in, uh, or top supreme fresh cows brought 1850 to 2500. Uh, we saw many other cows from 1250 to 18 and a quarter. Top quality spring and heifers, 14 to 2100. Uh, lesser quality and blemish cows and spring and heifers, 1250 and down. We sold breeding bulls up to 1850. Uh, today, Thursday, is a special herd dispersal. We have 300 Holstein parlor freestyle cows, a few crossbreds in there. Uh, them, the herds will include 75 springing cows and heifers, uh, year-round freshening on the herds, but uh, we have lots and lots of milking bred back cows. Uh, most of them going to be bred to an Angus bull. We start with the herds at 11 o'clock a.m. Uh, we follow with the market cows and calves next week here at Premier Tuesday, uh, 11 o'clock a.m. We have our special feeder cattle auction. Uh, we're going to be expecting over 1,000 head of feeder cattle. Uh, we're also selling bred beef cows, cow-calf pears, and uh, beef breeding bulls. It'll be the first beef breeding bull of the season. If you got breeding bulls to consign, uh, give us a call. We'll get them listed for you. Uh, we do have 100 bred beef cows from one farm. Uh, several of them are going to have calves at their side. Uh, we also have a special consignment of 200 Angus steers weighing 450 to 800 pounds with a double set of shots coming off one farm. 200 steers off one farm. Uh, then, uh, then Wednesday... Uh, we got four herd dispersals for Wednesday. Uh, all this information with details on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com or give us a call with questions, 715-229-2500. Online bidding will be available for today's auction and next week's auctions through Cattle USA. Uh, you do need to pre-register for that. And then don't forget, I know it's going to come up and everybody's got field work coming up hopefully pretty soon, uh, but uh, we will... Um, have our machinery auction on June 17th. We are taking consignments right now. If you got consignments, we appreciate you go ahead and bring them on over. Uh, we'll be taking consignments until we are full. So that is the way it's shaped up, Bob. Got any horse sales coming up? We do. I do. I should know that off the top of my head, but I do know it's in July. I just don't know the date, but it is on our website. Riding horses, driving horses, pulling horses. What do you think? It, it, it's it's going to be. I mean, we always have some yeah. riding horses, but it, it's mostly uh, going to be the drafts and the drivers. All right, and that's so. Uh, that's in July. Yes. All right. Yep. Right on our website. Check uh, it out. All right, we'll do that. Busy place over there. Hey, Rocky, enjoy it, and uh, good luck on the turkey hunt this week. All right, thank you. We need it. Yeah, I guess so. We always need luck. That's for sure. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. And we've got 33 degrees right now, I think, but we'll find out for sure. Mike's going to join us next over at Skywarn 13. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, is May going to be any different than April? I don't know, but I know people are getting frustrated with Mother Nature. 
Not Mike, you know, Mike Dandrio with Skywarn 13. He's just the messenger as we take a look at our weather this morning on Wax with Mike Dandrio over at Skywarn 13. Morning, Mike. Good morning, Bob. And yes, you are correct. I, I kind of fall into the category where Mother Nature and I aren't seeing eye to eye right now. But uh, you know what? She has more control over this than I do, right? Boy, that's for sure. You know, and it seems like the weather all over the country is... Well, screwed up for lack of a better term. I mean, it's, you know, the drought way out west, and they're getting soaked in some places down south. And, oh, man, it's just uh, Mother Nature's got to straighten out. we got a lot of work to get done here outside. <laughs> yeah, and to, to kind of put a positive spin on that, too, well, we had, uh, you know, when I was in Bismarck last year, we had a really, really bad drought. A lot of the state was under D4, um, but now obviously got a lot of moisture out that way. Um, probably not in the way that a lot of them wanted it with a bunch of snow, but nonetheless, that is going to help eventually into the growing season. But for us, well, we've gotten our fair share of moisture as well, and we'll continue to see clouds roll in later on this morning and into the afternoon. Now, we'll have a chance at some scattered showers in the latter half of the day, uh, carrying on through the overnight, but our highs ultimately going to top out in the low 50s. Now, later tonight, with that cloud cover hanging around and a few chances of some showers, we're not really going to dip too much in terms of our temperature. Most of us going to dip into the upper 30s and low 40s. And tomorrow we'll have a slight chance of showers early on and then a little break in the cloud cover give us a peak of sunshine and warming up into the low 60s. Now going into Friday night, things start to change yet again. Another chance of showers and that'll carry on into this weekend. We'll get a long soaking rain with temperatures mostly hanging out in the low to mid 50s and breezy conditions picking up once again. And then things start to quiet out to start next week, but our temperatures still will be running about 10 degrees shy of our seasonal averages as we hold on to those uh, mid-50s. Right now in Eau Claire, though, we're looking at some mainly clear skies, but we can already start to see some of those clouds roll in and a temperature of 33 degrees. And what did I hear you say earlier, that uh, down the cross, Toma South, they're getting some precip? Yeah, a little bit of the mixed variety, too. Oh, so. Boy. It just can't get out of the mixed variety. <laughs> to to think about it too, it's uh, what so. Sunday is. Sunday is May. So. Absolutely, we can hardly wait. Oh yeah, I guess so. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Bob. All right, there's Mike Dandria over there at uh, Skywarn 13. Take a look at our weather. We've got Morgan. Take a look at our news next here on Wax. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, let's get into the newsroom. Morgan is up and at him and with us this morning. Good morning, Morgan. Hey, good morning, Bob. Well, I Welcome was in, back. Yeah, I was in Michigan the last couple of days, and unfortunately, Triple Falls in the news. It's a This is a horrible thing. Absolutely, and on the national level, too. It begins our headlines this morning, and we were in the courts yesterday continuing to follow. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. It was $1 million requested, $1 million set, as the judge set $1 million cash bond for the 14-year-old suspect in the murder of 10-year-old Lily Peters. District Attorney Wade Newell arguing for that amount. Given the statements that the defendant made to law enforcement that his intention was to rape and kill the victim from the get-go... And the next court hearing in that case scheduled for May 5th. Now, the juvenile is charged in adult court with first-degree intentional homicide and sexual assault charges. Newell said the suspect and Lily are related, did not provide details, said they left Lily's aunt's house on Sunday. Her father reported her missing that night. Lily's body, as we all know, was found Monday. That 14-year-old now looking at homicide charges in adult court, which could end with life sentences if convicted. 
Turning our attention to other headlines across the state, uh, local clerks will be happy to know that that voter confidence seems to be coming back here in the state. The uh, last Marquette Law School poll shows 76 percent of Republicans, 96 percent of Democrats say they trust the results of elections and that that confidence is continuing to grow. We look to the campus level with four of five finalists for chancellor at UW-Madison from out of state. The university released the list of finalists yesterday. Only Madison Provost John Carl Schultz is from the UW system. It'll be in-person visits next week for the finalists. Regents say they hope to have a final decision by the end of next month. Well, a little more moolah for some of our dairy companies across the state. Governor Evers saying 19 companies from Wisconsin are getting thousands of dollars in Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection dairy processor grant money. The money will be used to help those companies grow. And when it comes to grabbing the milk for the cereal, that's something that won't go anywhere here in Wisconsin in the dairy land. But there's a company that has some other ideas. Would you pour OJ on those cornflakes? The company will be releasing a cereal next week that they say is meant to be eaten with orange juice. On their Instagram, they posted a picture of the Tropicana Crunch Honey Almond Cereal and call it the first cereal made for orange juice. Mm. The company is also running a giveaway for the new cereal for followers of its Instagram page. I'm Brian Shook. And I can tell you there's one person who would never do that, Bob. I have a middle niece. And you know in schools... Make that they, two people then. <laughs> they give you the choice of, you know, you can get the white milk or the chocolate milk in the little cartons. Well, this was a taste of freedom for her. And guess who wasn't around to tell her to take the white milk? Mom. So she decided that in breakfast she was going to pick chocolate milk. Well, little did my sister know her entire second grade was spent pouring chocolate milk on chocolate cereal in the morning and treating <laughs> herself to her own version of breakfast when mom was out of eyesight. So she got to make her own rules. We used to have, when we were kids, we used to have that mid-morning break, and it was a milk break. Yeah. And it was always, you know, by 30 kids in the class, it was always... 29 chocolate and one white. Yeah, there's <laughs> always one little, and it was always one little girl always wanted one. And that was fine. They were drinking milk. But Somebody I mean, listening to the mom on the shoulder that right. followed him to school. The rest of them were getting that taste of freedom <laughs> and sweet chocolate milk in the morning. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Morgan. Anytime, Bob. There goes Morgan in the newsroom this morning here at WAC. Get smarter every day at Ozzy.com. Try a new news site that tells you about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Try OZY.com now. It's a latte for your mind. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Time again this morning for a very important conversation on our Alcivia Cooperative Talk program. We've talked with sales, we've talked energy, we've talked uh, grain, agronomy, all kinds of things today. An area that a lot of people probably don't realize is part of the cooperative. Environmental and Regulatory Specialist Tom Overby is with us. And Tom, this is uh, not something you can pull somebody off the street. You've got a background in understanding our land, the environment, and keeping it safe and clean and healthy, right? Yes, I've got uh, 30 plus years working in the agronomy department for co-ops, and so I do have you know pretty good background Let's talk about the environmental side of things. What does that mean, being the environmental specialist? What falls under that purview? Well, anything that uh, deals with uh, the environment, you got the land, you got water, you got the air. You know, we've got uh, regulations and whatnot that we have uh, with federal and state agencies that we have to abide by, but then uh, we have uh, land that... Uh, 
if we're going to repurpose it, we have to test it, make sure there's no contamination. If there is, we have to remediate and remove contaminated soil and uh, replace it with uh, clean soil. So you're kind of like, well, a middleman, if somebody is going to do what you just suggested, repurpose that land or whatever, get you in there and help make sure that we can go forward legally under the environmental laws of this country and the state. Correct, correct. And, you know, we all want to be good stewards of land that we uh, live on, so uh, we have to abide by the rules and uh, meet or exceed them. How busy are you in that area? Most of our farmers are such good stewards of the land, but, uh, you know, accidents can happen. Yes, yes. If there's you know, any type of spills that uh, happen, which, you know, they are going to happen at some point, that uh, have to deal with those and, uh, you know, get the cleanups and help coordinate with our environmental consultants and the regulatory agencies, DATCAP and DNR, um, you know, they all get involved with it, so... It gets to be a coordinated effort. Tom Overby is with us, the environmental and regulatory specialist with Alcivia Cooperative on our Alcivia Cooperative Talk program and regulations, a term that no farmer likes. We just have too many regulations. You know that as well as I do in a farmer's mind. But as far as a regulatory specialist, does that mean you can kind of act as, as a middleman for the farmers that have to make some changes on their land, and they've got to go through all kinds of uh, regulatory procedures, be it CAFOs or NR51 and all those sorts of things? Yeah, we can help them out with that. Um, you know, we're not, you know, the the specialist or the expert on it, but we can help you find somebody to get your questions answered. Um, you know, we're familiar with the rules and regulations and, uh, you know, how to comply with those. And uh, we're here to assist. And that means, of course, we've got to have documents signed, sealed, and delivered. Can you walk them through that and get them to the right people, be it yourself or whoever, to make sure these documents are, are filled out to the satisfaction of the higher powers, so to speak? Yes, yes, we can help out any way that we can uh, assist them because you know if it if it isn't documented, it didn't happen. You're in the Hammond office in western Wisconsin. As far as uh, your area, environmental and regulatory for Olcivia Cooperative, do we have specialists located throughout the Olcivia network? Well, the environmental and regulatory specialist, I cover all the territories, both north and south. So I cover from Luck down to Racine, and we have a couple of facilities in Illinois as well, so I cover quite a territory. And again, that's Tom Overby with Alcivia. You got, you got environmental situations or regulatory situations? Call Tom at Alcivia Co-op today on our Alcivia Co-op Talk program. And we'll get to markets here in a moment, but an important reminder, Jill. Yeah, we have a reminder to Chippewa County farmers who would like to be considered for the whole site for the Wisconsin Farm Technology Days in 2024. The deadline is tomorrow. Look on the Chippewa Economic Development Corporation. All the information is there on what your needs are for being a part of the website. And now we're going to run on over to Amber and hear what Barron Equity Market was for yesterday. Fed cattle choice Holstein steers sold from $1.05 to $1.22. Unfinished steers and heifers sold from $1.04 and down. 
Cow cows, the top 20% sold from 77 to 82, topping out at 83. 60% sold from 65 to 76, and the bottom 20% sold from 64 and out. Cow bulls sold from 83 to 96. Calves, quality Holstein bull calves sold from 65 to 167.50, topping out at 187.50. Light and poor quality calves sold from 50 and down. Beef calves sold from 100 to 375. Our next sheep and goat small animal and bread beef cow sale is May 21st at 10 a.m. We're having a horse and tax sale May 13th at 5 p.m. If you have any questions, please contact Al at 608-477-5825. Thank you and have a good day. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 13 minutes before 6 o'clock and 33 degrees out there. And time to hear from Scott Herman and Sparta Equity. Slaughter cow market was steady to week today with 20% of the cows 78 to 83, 60% of the cows sold 65 to 79, and 20% of the cows sold 64 and down. Slaughter bulls were steady with high yielding bulls 90 to a dollar with no test today. Canner and utility bulls 89 and down. Fed cattle were steady today with choice overnight beef steers and heifers 138 to 148 with a top of 150. Your select to choice beef steers and heifers, 125 to 135. Your choice dairy cross steers and heifers, 120 to 133. Your choice overnight Holstein steers, 123 to 125 with no test. Your choice Holstein steers, 110 to 122. And the standard to select steers and heifers and heavyweight steers, 109 and down. Replacement calves are steady with the top Holstein bull calves, a dollar to a dollar fifty. Your Holstein heifer calves, ten to a dollar. And the beef calves, 170 to 335. Just a reminder, this next Thursday, May 5th, will be our next dairy feeder sale with dairy starting at noon, followed by feeders at 1230. Thank you. This has been Scott Herman with your Sparta Equity Market Report for Wednesday, April 27th. Have a great day. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And more equity reports as we go to Stratford. Jerry Fitzgerald's with us. Good morning, Jerry. Are you enjoying our baseball weather? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Yes, I am, because I'm not sitting in the stadium like they were in Pittsburgh last night at 38 degrees. It's nice warm in the house here, and uh, you are back on duty, and you're going to bring us 80 degrees, right? Well, you bet, eventually, but it'll take me a while to work up to that. I'm going to go slowly. We'll start 50s today, 60s tomorrow, and then we'll we'll proceed from there. Well, get us caught up Thursday already. What's been going on in Stratford? All right, Bob, thank you, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. Busy day, and... Cattle sale yesterday, and those uh, results are as follows on the feeder cattle. So the beef steers and heifers yesterday in the yearling and upward category. So those heavier middle weight beef steers and heifers, beef steers yesterday were selling from a dollar twelve to a dollar fifty five. Beef steers mostly from a dollar to a dollar forty seven. Uh, beef heifers in that uh, four to seven range, mostly from one fifteen to one forty. Heavier beef heifers selling from one hundred to one thirty seven. Holstein feeders, good demand on the Holsteins. Lightweight Holsteins, mostly from a dollar to a dollar twenty five. Holstein feeder steers, eighty five to a dollar twelve. In the market portion of the auction yesterday, on the cow market, uh, higher yielding Holstein cows in yesterday's auction selling from eighty one up to a top of ninety one. Most of the cows this week continue to sell from sixty to eighty. Thinner, cleaner. 
white carcass cows below $60. On the fed cattle trade yesterday, choice grading beef steers and heifers, uh, mostly from a dollar twelve to a dollar thirty-four. Choice grading Holstein steers selling in the range from one hundred eight to one twenty-two. Select and underfinished cattle one hundred five and below. On the bull trade, very strong bull market yesterday from ninety-six to a dollar twelve, topping at one fourteen and a half. Lighter weight bulls below ninety. Uh, quite a bit lower on the calf market yesterday. Holstein bull calves weighing ninety-two hundred thirty pounds, selling from seventy-five to one fifty-five. Heifer calves fifty-five and below. Beef calves. Also on a weaker market yesterday, mostly from 150 to 250. And we are at Thursday here in Stratford. Uh, we got underway this morning, 11 o'clock. Market auction today, including market cows, market bulls, and fed cattle. Baby calves will be after the noontime hour today. And looking ahead to next uh, next month, I guess uh, we turn the calendar over to March. Or it's calendar goes to me, right? Yeah. Okay. So I uh, don't feel like me, but anyway. Our next feeder sale will be next Wednesday here at Stratford, May 4th. Our next hay auction and dairy auction, Tuesday, May the 3rd. So, Bob, that's what we have, and uh, I was looking at the radar. There's some awful funny colors on that radar screen. Does that mean we're getting freezing rain somewhere? Well, down south, I think uh, La Crosse, Toma, down that way, they're getting some precipitation this morning. I don't know what it is because I'm not there, but uh, hopefully it'll end. Uh, we got it. This is, this is nuts. We got to get some decent weather. Well, you go talk to the weather gods, and we'll talk to you in the morning and see how you do. Well, I'm, uh, I'm probably about the same amount of success as you're having. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not, but but you can try anyway. Jerry Fitzgerald over there at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Yeah, we're going to get 51 degrees. With uh, We do have some rain in some parts of the area. 61 tomorrow. Enjoy it, because then it's going to drop back to the 50s. More markets. Let's get over to Terrine Livestock in Thorpe, because Michelle is up and at them and with us. Well, you've been studying the draft charts. Who the Packers going to draft tonight, you know? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know I I've just over don't last, know. I've noticed over the last couple of years your enthusiasm has drained a little bit. You used to go over to summer camp and watch that and get all fired. Yes, yes and I may do that. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I have such a distaste for our quarterback. Maybe that's ruining my enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah I know. I, yeah. Well, now he's not getting married. You know that, right? I, now they're I, not getting married. That's they're like a separated. Soap opera. Is, oh, I know. He's a soap opera. Well, I know he's a drama queen. I know it. He is yeah. a drama queen. That is for sure. But we'll see what they do tonight. Anyway, what happened at the yes, sale barn last night? All right. I'll tell you all about it. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Wednesday, April 27th, battery livestock market in the product market. We kept at 85 with the consignment by Steve Wilbur of Boyd. 80% of the cows sold from 66 and above. Market cows were 78 to 85. Low-yielding cows 67 to 77. Then in lead cows 66 and lower. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime, 114 to 125. Selects were 112 and down. Or beef type steers and heifers, Choice, 120 to 136. Selects were 116 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef tips came in at 90 to 98, with utilities at 87 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull calves sold from 100 to $170 per head. We capped at 176 with a consignment by Matthew Shirk of Thorpe. Lighter and lower quality calves, $35 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were 10 to $35 per head. Beef beef cross calves, 100 to 325 per head with a weak top of 375 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butcher. Sows were 65 to 90 and a half. 
scores were 33 and a half and down. Next will be Monday, May 2nd. We'll start with Cavs at 5 p.m. If you have any questions or you'd like an on-farm business, give us a call to market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all of us at back, your family owns an upper market. Have a great day. How's your garden coming? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no potatoes I in there, huh? No, and you know, it's like I'm getting antsy. I, I can't imagine being a farmer right now and going, although I have seen some farmers out. I yeah. saw some fertilizer being spread, yep. and so they're they're trying. They yeah, well, there's no seed going in the ground yet to speak of, that's for sure, and hopefully that'll change. Well, but, why would you? Yeah, exactly. I almost had snow here the other day. I so. know it, I know it. It's not getting any better, but... Mother Nature's got to turn it around soon. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you later. Sounds good. You take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over Tree Livestock and Thor. When you don't have the right tools for the job, hard work just gets harder. But with an LS tractor from Synergy Cooperative, you'll have the right tool every time. These heavy-duty tractors are loaded with features, providing the quality, capacity, and comfort for you every time. Be ready for spring with a new LS tractor and attachments including tillers, rotary cutters, box plates, and more. Visit Synergy Co-op in Ridgeland to experience the LS difference. Test drive today. Customer owned, community-minded. And Synergy Co-op bringing us the markets overnight. July corn up three to four cents, sitting at eight sixteen a bushel. The oats up three at six seventy. Wheat down seven at ten eighty three. July beans up a fraction at sixteen ninety three. Meal up ten cents at four forty one ten. Country elevator prices: wheat and grain. Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location corns at seven forty nine with soybeans at sixteen thirty two. Doomer's Grain of Holman and Buck Country Arcade corns at seven sixty one with soybeans at sixteen forty one. On the DTN screen, Golden Plump corn seven sixty six today at Baldwin and Mondovi seven forty five on the corn sixteen forty three on the beans. Durant is seven forty on the corn sixteen forty three on the beans. Over at Elmwood seven forty five and sixteen forty eight. Fall Creek has corn at seven thirty five beans sixteen thirty three. Osseo seven fifty a bushel on the corn sixteen forty eight on the beans. Elk Mound seven fifty one for corn sixteen thirty for soybeans down at Sparta, corn is seven fifty six, beans at sixteen twenty eight, Ellsworth seven twenty seven and sixteen twenty. Ethanol plants, Boysville seven sixty one in the corn. Stanley seven sixty six, New Richmond Grain Facility seven sixty one. Barrel cheese and block cheese both down yesterday two thirty four. Butter two sixty one and a half down three and a half. April class three twenty four thirty one unchanged. May was down thirty nine at twenty four thirty one. June twenty four twenty seven down thirty seven. July twenty four thirteen down thirty three. And August down thirty six at twenty three sixty nine. Once again, we got some rain around the forecast today. Fifty one, but uh, should be partly sunny tomorrow. It'll be a lot better. It's sixty one thirty three right now. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi. And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.